Hi, is this... Yes? Hi, I'm Mikey. I was just wondering if Cheryl's in the house today. If you tuned into the Renting in Melbourne episode, you'll know that we did our first... I can't call it a prank call, but we saw a number on a billboard that... What did it say? It said... Ask Valda, she knows. Yeah. And there was a phone number and it, we were intrigued. We wanted to become a prank call yeah. channel. We, we thought we'd give it a go. And we did. And I think we lost confidence as soon as someone picked up. <laughs> I know. As soon as I heard the voice on the other side, I was like, I actually don't know what we're doing. But then Joel did a bit of research after the phone call from last week. We'll roll the phone call so you can have a listen to what went down. <laughs> Is this Valda? Okay, so we were just driving in the neighborhood the other day and we saw your advertisement and we were just wondering, set on the sign and ask Val, does she know? She does, yes. What would you like to know? That's what we're wondering is what does she know? Today we're going to pull on that thread to see just how deep it goes. But first, life updates. You don't know what you don't know until you're updated on life. Take it away with the life updates, King. I know you got something juicy. I know you Sorry, do. I was smacking my, my hands together. I, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Look, something... Something... Um, <laughs> something really atrocious has come into my, my sphere of news this week, Mikey. And I'm not sure you'd know about this. And I, I haven't told you about it because I want you to react live on air. Okay. But it, it resulted in myself and my housemate Stan having a shouting match about it last oh. night. Not against each other, but in, yeah, just a, a cooperative release of frustration. Yeah, like a unified frustration. Yeah, get it? Yeah. Cool. I'm on so, Disney yes. has announced... That effective immediately, they're gonna stop, stop selling, producing D- yeah. Blu-rays and DVDs for Australasia. It's just so targeted. It's Why is it so targeted at Australasia? Well, what have we done? They've already stopped in Latin America and like selected Asian markets. It, it's, it's a racial it's, thing it's, for sure. It's then. just. <laughs> It's part of... They're just starting to peel back the distribution sure. and peel back the... Because di- they're just doing it to all the favor they're streaming. Because the, the reason oh, they cited was a lack of sales. It's like... I Just the ramifications of this is so enormous in my head. In the shot right now, you'll see a piece of my Blu-ray collection. A I have such yeah. love for physical media and just owning it and having it. You can play it at home anytime. You don't need internet. You're not going to deal with any buffering. The bit depth is not going to change. The image is going to look pristine the whole time. Mm. And they're going to stop that Mm. to favor their streaming service, which buffers everything. Let me ask you this, viewer. How many times have you gone onto your streaming service thinking, I'm going to watch my favorite movie? Of course, we can all say our favorite movie at the same time. It's It's B Movie. (laughs) And you get onto your streaming service provider, your Netflix, your Disney's, and you realize, oh, Disney's not going to have B Movie because it's a DreamWorks production. Netflix just doesn't have it for no reason. Where is it? It's on some fifth party streaming platform that you don't even have because you're not going to pay for eight of them. So what do you do? You just don't watch your favorite movie or... You go on YouTube and you pay $6 for one movie that you get for 48 hours. It's really, really disheartening and disappointing. And I it makes me really sad. Because the so fact that sad. Disney's doing it, one of the mm. biggest media distributors in the entire world that yeah. are like monopolizing all these companies it's it's the first domino that's gonna fall 100 like, it's like how netflix stopped letting people share accounts 
I am so <laughs> sure that all the other streaming platforms will jump on board with that and limit account sharing. I'm. Oh, I'd be shocked I, if they didn't. I'm. I'm just so. I'm so torn up about this. I'm actually legitimately very sad that my other housemate Shanae came in and was like, "Oh no!" And I was like, "No, Shanae, you don't understand. This is real. <laughs> this is real." As a person, I think we both share that hobby together. We both love the physical medium. Yeah, and that is being taken away from both of us. You know, I've got a Disney collection. I'm so proud about it, and it's it's a magical experience to click open the case and you know yeah. the feeling and you're so precious with pressing that middle button of the DVD our kids aren't going to know about this as you get it and then you flip it upside down and balance the CD on your finger <laughs> and then and then you grab the bottom you do the quick maneuver grab the bottom slide it into the vessel and like the smell of the case and everything okay, and well, then the menu loads up there. and you got the special features you got like a special features like oh. our generation know about the Shrek special features and even just the menu and you can hear the menu. Now that I'm I'm mentioning the Shrek menu, you know what's happening. You hear Donkey saying, oh, pick me, pick me. <laughs> like you can hear that. And then you click play and then all of the creatures run into the house. It's That's magic. such a nostalgic feeling that you do not get with a streaming platform. I forgot about that. That's such a magical menu. It is. Oh my God. It makes you, brings you into the world even before you've like entered it. It's just there. Yeah. It's like a doorway in and you're already getting like coaxed into it. Ah, oh, such a lost so art. Nice. And I remember so specifically as a kid, Shrek 2 came out. Yeah. And I was really sick one day and mum decided to take me to a, to Sanity. If <laughs> you remember Sanity. <laughs> And mum bought me Shrek 2 on DVD. And you know what came with Shrek 2 on DVD? What? A Shrek hat that had ears. <laughs> and it was just oh, this fabric hat. It's and like it a cereal box. <laughs> it was like a cereal box. What happened to gifts in cereal boxes? Oh. Bro, Nutrigrain had a DVD in it or a CD. I wrong. have it. It's up there you somewhere. Do? Music making production I think software. So. I That's think how so. Flume learned to make music. We wouldn't have Flume in this world if Flume was born in 2004. Let that sit. Think about that. <laughs> Read that again. It's, it's disheartening. And the fact that Disney is just cancelling. And I have the Disney coloured set. And if you buy yeah. every single Disney movie, you can make a rainbow out of all of and them. And you know, they're stopping... As far as I know, I might be wrong, but I read this on the internet just before this. They're mm. not even sending their like back catalog anymore. They're just not going to make Whoa. them anymore. So potentially, like I've got a Monsters Inc. Blu-ray and Aladdin Blu-ray. Yeah, and that's potentially just like going to be one of a kind now. It's apparent they're not going to be making more of those. They've now become limited. At allegedly, which we know may have to check that. We'll launch. Prices now. You search Ratatouille and JB because that's one I might want to pick up along with Finding Nemo. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> and the Incredibles. I'm looking at Ratatouille now. At this stage, prices are fine. Prices are fine. They Twenty buck, four K. That's okay. Is I that buy two get one free? I okay. yes. Oh, yes, Ratatouille, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, buy two get one free, four K. I'm in. Should we both just stomp out a couple two hundred dollars each right now and just quickly? <laughs> Get some Disney extras. I think, yeah, we should <laughs> go buy go buy that shopping center you live close to. <laughs> yeah, because that might. Yeah, okay. Anyways, that is a sad life update. And that's just the way the world's going. And I think people are really starting to lose the value of physical medium. But then, that being said, vinyls. Vinyl has come back. It's they are true. mad expensive. Yeah, but it is a niche. And I think Blu-ray may have its resurgence, but I'm I'm not sure. The problem with DVD medium 
the DVD medium rather, is that it's faulted in that it can scratch so easily and the ability to ruin the disc happens so easily. Yeah. I think I think floppy discs realistically were so stable and solid. <laughs> I just wish they had a cracked the storage on that thing, which nowadays you could just put a micro SD in a floppy disk and you're fine. <laughs> and that could have been DVD medium. But no, they made these DVDs, but they just were made to be broken. The fact that stores hinged on the idea of people would return discs unscratched in your video easy the video blockbusters. Easy, yeah, that's wild. Or blockbuster having to rewind the tape back in the day. Yeah, shocking. wow. It's Absolutely shocking. nuts. Remember yeah. as a kid VH- ruining VHSs. I've ruined so many VHSs because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, we had a lot of like old family videos on VHSs that we actually got scanned to DVD so oh, to like save them yeah, because yeah, gotcha. VHS was like it was it was getting ruined over time. Yeah, yeah. That's it's so. a sad it's a sad the the departure. And from like, the world you would lend your favourite movies to your friends and you just yep. give them the disc there's a copy of Killer Bean Forever up there do you know who I got that from? It's I got me. that from you can I give you some information about Killer Bean Forever? yes you can they've just released a game trailer <laughs> Breaking Killer news Bean. on the Sharehouse podcast. Oh my god, there's going to be a Killer <laughs> yeah. Bean game? No way. Wild. Bro, the future's now. That's the Disney Life update. I have a life update for you about you. About me. You've been saying on this podcast, this specific one we do here for months now, welcome back to the bi-weekly episode. <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm aware. We only do this once a fortnight. I'm aware. I'm. Aw- I've made a mistake. I used the wrong word. I lied to all of you many times. Yeah, and I hope you can forgive me. Please. Um, if you are, if you forgive Joe Harris, leave your comments in the comments. By bi weekly, I meant like every two weeks. Where that's what fortnightly is. And hey, just saying you never pulled me up on it during the episode. So I don't know what you're saying. Also, life update. Check out the new set. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that. We didn't even mention that. We look like we're in the underground of Harry Potter's bedroom, but we're actually in Joel Harris's new home in in his bedroom. Joel Harris's bedroom, huh? You got a little window in. It's nice. You got the clothes rack here. You got the television here. No, I've gone the wrong way. There you go. It's beautiful. It feels very homely. I do love being in your house. This is so much nicer than your last one. I'll say it. Thank you. This home feels like a warm home. It doesn't feel like I'm in a doctor's office. So... Thank you for making it what it is. You're welcome. You're welcome. I've done my best. I've been helped out by the shelves lining the room. That that's been a very good help. It's helper. gorgeous. I they come for a tour, everybody. <laughs> I have two uh, life updates for you about yeah. me. About you, if now. I may indulge. Um, if you must. Okay. Well, I'll, 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 I will. <laughs> no, of course, I will. Of course. Of course. The whole podcast hinges on this. <laughs> that's been the share house. No. So. Okay. I, the other day, lost my DJing headphones and simultaneously lost my earplugs for noise protection when I'm in the loud environments. Quick PSA, if you don't wear earplugs when you're going out clubbing, please consider it because you're ruining your ears. When you go see Mikey D's sets, go find them at Mikey D. Graham. Find out where he's Mm. DJing. And a quick PSA to the other DJs of Melbourne and the world. If you're cranking the volume to the reds (laughs) at 11pm when the crowd's barely there, you're an idiot. Firstly... Clubs, some clubs have 
protections in place. So even if the DJ is absolutely redlining, which means just cranking the volume to the max, the volume still won't come out and destroy your ears. Some clubs, not all clubs. Now, other clubs I play at, the volume just comes out distorted and loud, and, and it's just awful for everybody and ruins the speakers. Some DJs really don't understand that. Red is not good. So anyways, I lose my plugs, I lose my headphones, which is collectively $300 worth of stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. So I go to JB Hi-Fi after realizing four hours before my gig, holy smokes, I don't have headphones. So I go there, have a lovely conversation with the girl there, and she says, you should be able to use these headphones, it should be fine. I've used them before for DJing. She gave me this incredible discount, $70 Mm. off. Whoa. Wow. Stoked. I take the headphones to the gig they didn't know this uh this is naughty and now that i'm saying it but whatever so i take the headphones to the gig awful they were one of those ones that rotated down then sideways as well and they're just rotating all these different ways and as a dj you just need headphones that just stay in the same position so you can quickly take them on and off right god yeah so so bad 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 so the next day i take them back so i've got another gig that night and i barely even used the headphones towards the end i thought i don't want to damage them at all i want to return them so I go to return them and they say, we've got this policy. It's a health hazard because you've got them on your ears. So we probably won't be able to do it. And I said, the headphones are... I said I didn't take them to any gigs. I said I left them at home. <laughs> Committing, I, I am now... Oh my God. I'm now confessing. You're... I understand. I understand. I'm You're confessing. confessing to a crime. So I said, look, it... I, I, I only used them last night uh, at my home. And I just want to swap them out for the ones I actually did want to get. And to be to my credit... They were switching stores or something. So half the stock was upstairs, but online it still said it was there. Yeah, right. And so I'd done the effort to find out where the stock was. It was at this store. They just didn't have it physically in that store. But they had it that day. Yeah. I said, look, I just want these headphones. I really need them. I I don't want to pay another $100 and then keep these ones I don't need. And so the guy... And the whole team were really lovely and they, they, they got them for me. Too fair. I cleaned the headphones. They were practically brand new. I barely used them in the set. I even ended up just putting them away because yeah. they sucked so much. You know your music well enough to be able to kind of be in it. And you're and a good did. DJ. Thank like, you. Well, that's too much. But, hey, so I switched them up and the guy goes to me over the counter. Hey, just letting you know we don't do this. So we're not going to do this again. And he's trying to pull his, like, pals, and I'm like... Because <laughs> you're going to be returning headphones so often. <laughs> and I just said to him, to which his, like, his fellow employees kind of laughed. I just said, yeah, I don't plan on doing this twice. <laughs> so, and everyone started laughing at him. And I was like, what is going on? Why are you trying to power play me here? Obviously, I didn't want these headphones in the first place. And so that was a weird... That was a weird trip. And then, so I had to go get the earplugs as well. I got them with Tara. So she got a pair. So expensive. My God. Yeah. But so worth it. I've been meaning to do it for ages, but it's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a big, it's a bit of a spend. It's a gambit. It's 150. Yeah. And the lady said to me as she was checking my ears, she goes, I can't even see your eardrums. There's so much wax in there, <laughs> which just like hurts to hear. I know I can't control that, but it hurts. Wax is a weird thing. I I always have this thing. I work in casual jobs where I have to put a radio earpiece in. Mm -hmm. And every time I put it in and then take it out, it's waxed to the max. And everyone's looking at me like, what the heck? I'm like, do you guys not have this problem where you just get wax when you stick shit in your ear? Here's the thing. It's a genetic 
predisposition I learned from the doctor. Some people just produce copious amounts of wax. Some barely produce any. And that's just the case for us. We're waxy boys. Oh, my God. We've got that copious amounts. So, I got the plugs done. And then she said, hey, get some solution. You can drain your ears. So, I went home last night with Tara. tried to drain the ears of the wax. And now, I can't hear out of this left ear. So, I feel like I'm slurring. And I, I it feels... And you're on my left side. So, I'm, I'm turning more. <laughs> so, I can hear out of my good ear. And I'm thinking I shouldn't have a good ear at 24. But alas, here we are. You just can't hear out of this ear. I huh? can, but it feels like I'm on the water. Uh, so, uh, that's my life update. Mikey can't hear with one ear. Sucks. Sucks to suck. Shout out to the JB Hi-Fi store. The headphones are fine. They're not waxy because they didn't go inside my ear. But don't try power playing me, okay? I didn't even want those headphones to begin with. But shout out to the girl that gave me the discount. She was lovely. Uh, I appreciate you a lot. Shout out Martha team. Stewart. Shout out Martha Stewart. Goat. Shall we launch into fan mail? Yes. Five, six, seven, eight. Fan mail, fan mail, fan mail with the Sharehouse Boys. Joel and Mike answering fan mail. Sharehouse Boys answering fan mail. Yeah. So, we last fortnightly Joel and Mikey episode, mm-hmm. we put out um, a poll on what order you put water on your toothbrush yeah we tried to settle it we've been beating this horse to death it's yeah. dead and we're still beating the dead horse no this is this, these are the results of the, the poll. finale so this right? this is the grand finale so yeah. there was water first water after paste um water before and after paste and just no, no water way. at all and also we had one man comment with an option e oh we did too yeah where he gets a bowl Shout out this guy. He gets a bowl. He puts paste in. He puts water in and mixes like a scrambled eggs concoction, <laughs> which he then like dips his toothpaste toothbrush into. Sorry. And then you get. To, I guess you can just keep coming back. Yeah, you can get a bit of paste, brush, 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 bit of paste, brush. So option E has one vote, and it was that guy. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'll find out where I feel at the end of the episode. I'm sure. All right. So results. Should we go with uh, wooden spoon first, like the last? Should I give you a drum roll? Um, sure. All right. So I'm not sure how that's going to come across in post, but option A, water first, got eight votes. Whoa! So water then paste. <laughs> option B, which is paste and then water, got ten votes. Is this across all platforms? Or just across one? all platforms: okay. YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Okay, so eight, ten. Okay, so B's taken. Dub so far. Water after paste has taken the dub by two votes. Then option C, which is my option. Water, paste, paste water. water. It didn't used to be your option. Yeah, no, but then I realized that in the shower I'd cup a little bit of water in my hand and then I'd dunk a toothbrush. Oh. And then I'd start scrubbing. Damn, changing sides for the winning option as that came in at 12 votes. Let's go, baby! 12 votes on water, paste, water. So that is the majority. Because option many, D. Yeah, how many did Raw Doggin get? Raw Doggin got four votes. I, uh, that's still. It's, it's weird because your toothbrush is just kind of dry, you know? That is it's weird. It's dry all the time, just marinated mm. by your saliva twice a day. I don't know. Hey, not for me. But maybe not it's for, for you. Hey, if it is voting. for you, that's fine. Thank you for voting. Um, On to more fan mail. We got a comment, uh, the bum comment we've titled it uh, in our Google Drive. <laughs> this is on the How to Wipe Bum Reel when Fergus mm. was talking about 
Oh, I guess we were both talking about which way we wipe, like front to back or, or back to front. standing up. Or There's so many different... Go check out the episode and then leave your comment below how you wipe your bum. If you don't want to get into that, that's fine. But I'll be <laughs> reading a comment here from DMR8914. They, they seem lovely. They do seem lovely. And the comment is, so many different ways. I'm 60 and only a few years ago, I found out the guys wipe from the back to the front while sitting. So, you're going, you're going backside to the balls, just for those that need that extra prompt. You're yeah. going back to balls. You're going to the balls. You're finishing at the balls. But now, now he's going... Well, um, okay. Shook me to the core, but I used to stand to wipe and sitting does make more sense. We accept what we are told early on. It's not always correct. <laughs> wow, still learning in your 60s. I, I, think, I love that notion. I think that is one of the best comments we've received. I love, <laughs> I love that. Because that was kind of like the crux of that episode was yeah. just being like doing something from a very early age and then never questioning it again. Yeah. And to hear someone at the age of 60 admit wrongs, which isn't common in that age demographic. So it's nice to hear someone still mm. learning and growing and maturing. And listening to our podcast. Yeah, it's really nice to have you on board. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Like, it's nice to know our age demo does spread because realistically, everyone's sharing houses, huh? even if you're a baby. It's true. If you're not sharing it with people, you're sharing it with spiders. Widespread appeal. <laughs> That's fan mail. And now on to what you're here for. What you've scrubbed through the... The what are they called? The chapters, the YouTube chapters. Yeah, because we do those on this episode. Yeah, I guess <laughs> we're doing them now. Ah, damn! <laughs> Can I get some intense? Can you put some intense music? Some real, just it keeps chugging along for oh, a yeah, while. Let me here. let me hit this button. <laughs> Whoa! Button. Whoa! Oh, that was oh that was. So Joel didn't actually press a button, but he's pretending. That's cool. I don't know what you're talking. That's about. so cool that you did that. It's I in like the room that. with me, bro. I'm sorry I exposed that. Anyways, so. Last episode, the last Joe and Mac episode, we did a, I can't call it a prank call, but we called a number on a billboard that said, ask Valder, she knows. And that's so vague, so ambiguous, and leaves so much depth and mystery. I know, it's been, I've been weighing, it's been weighing on my mind, I've been dreaming. Us National Treasure Nick Cage fans had to know what was at the bottom of that mystery. We couldn't let it go unturned, so we gave Valda a call. And we thought that was the end of it. We thought Valda, the real estate agent, w- was the end of it. Who did we talk to? Was it what was her name? Um, let's call her Janine. Talking to Janine, Janine didn't open the gates to Valda. Valda wasn't there, and we weren't willing to get a random phone call off air from Valda. So we spoke to Janine, and Jean gave us the hot tip of getting in the market. We're, Thanks, we're doing Janine. it all live. <laughs> Janine's so. St- such a strong suggestion. Yeah, thanks, Janine. That was uh, great for two 24-year-olds. Uh, we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I've actually learned that um, the owners of this rental want to sell at the end of our period. No! And I told my father, and he's like, oh, you should, if you like it, you should think about buying it. I'm like, what kind of funds <laughs> do you think I have? But I guess this is, I could get into the market, right? <laughs> Bro, you wish you could buy this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we thought that was the end of it. We thought that was the end of the mystery and that it, it stopped with Janine. We didn't get to the final boss of Valda. Nah. But then Joel did some recon. Joel, what did you stumble upon? Um, I searched um, Ask Valda She Knows on Google and mm. I, I found similar stories of people who had seen billboards and just been intrigued beyond belief. So I found this Reddit thread 
Um, at r slash Melbourne. At r slash Melbourne. Emo Taylor Swift says, This sign near my work is so ominous. What does Cheryl know? And it's a billboard that says, Ask Cheryl. She knows. 45 years experience. Um, Huge. There's no number. There's no number. <laughs> no. So you have to go in physically and ask Cheryl. Oh, well, we could look it up with the information we've been given if we want to see what Cheryl knows. I, I would love to call Cheryl today. Because I feel like this advertising... Okay, so Cheryl is also... <laughs> an estate agent. An estate agent. Let's go. We call that telephone number right so, there. Right here, right now. Today's the day. Because here's the thing. This advertising trend was either inspired by Valda or inspired by Cheryl. Who inspired who? That's what I want to know. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that's the, the crux great. of this well, what mystery. What do you want to call? What do you want to ask No, Cheryl that's about? good. That's good. I, I want to ask her about it. Um, just, I, I start with the, like we did last time about the sign yeah. and then maybe we could bring up oh I've seen another one with yeah. Valder on it we're wondering if do you and Valder know each other that's good that's good that's good okay okay so All we'll right. ask if Cheryl's there and then if not we'll ask whoever's close to Cheryl do you want yeah. me to take charge yes please okay. So we're calling at 4.14pm on a Monday... Oh, no, sorry, a Tuesday afternoon. Within business hours. Coming right to the end of the business day. So they'll definitely want to hear from us. Here we go. Thank you for calling. Shh. Speaking. Hi, is this... Shh. Yes? Hi, I'm Mikey. I was just wondering if Cheryl's in the house today. Uh, no, she's um, not in at the moment. Can I leave a message for you? Uh, you can. I, I was wondering if you could answer some questions for me, if possible. Um, I can try. Awesome. Hey, I believe in you. Just a quick one. Um, we saw a billboard the other day. We were just having a drive, and there was a billboard that said, Ask Cheryl She Knows, with 45 years oh, okay. of experience, um, which we believe is the Cheryl that's in-house uh, at your estate agency. And we were just wondering what Cheryl knew. Oh. Um, sorry, I don't know. That's fair. Probably, maybe the information's just for Cheryl. So I'm just here with a friend that was also with me on the day. I'm just, yeah, wondering what Cheryl knows. It's, it's a very interesting billboard. Because we had a, we saw another billboard <laughs> on the same drive that said, Ask Valda She Knows, and Valda was also an estate agent. We we're just wondering if they knew each other, what the deal was. Oh, very interesting. Sorry, I'm just new. Shh. I'm not sure. That's okay. Shh. No, we're just wondering how deep this goes. It just seems like a mystery that has so many answers that we're just very intrigued by. <laughs> it's a good marketing thing, though. We think so yeah. as well. Shh. We were just wondering, is this, like, how far does this go? Is, there, is it a real estate summit that they meet at every year and everyone has this billboard? Is it Cheryl and Val deleting the charge? I'm going to find out for you, Mike. And um, <laughs> if I can give you a call back, what? Oh, I've got your number. It's zero four. That is correct. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know the answers if you could. That'd be really great. Thank you. All right. I'll um, find out. That's a, a very good question. Thanks. <laughs> really appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Have Enjoy your day. You too. Bye. Hi. I mean... Holy smokes. <laughs> this gets way deeper than I thought. <laughs> oh, you're going to want to tune into the next episode. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... I'll get my phone. I'll have my phone on me at all times. And if nice. they call back, I'll hit record. We'll, we'll film everything. Fantastic. Because you need to know 
what Cheryl knows. <laughs> what does Cheryl know? Who inspired who? Did they go to real estate school together? What's the story arc here? Because realistically, right, if you're going to advertise something, advertising 101 is you want to have the product pretty big so people know what you're advertising, I'd assume. Yeah. I've never been to advertising school, but I'm just assuming here. You want people to know what you're on about at least a little bit or have some sort of smaller font that details that. <laughs> this advertising yeah. technique is so rich and juicy but it's so bold. Because there's no context. Yeah. You just have people calling all day being like, what does Cheryl know? What does Valda know? The people like us. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's a select... The fact that they're both in the real estate world <laughs> gets me so giddy just to find out how deep this goes. Who inspired who? Are Valda and Cheryl competing? Did someone steal from the other? <laughs> Because realistically, that could be the case, right? Real estate agents, I assume, stand on opposite street corners, just yeah. stroking their knuckles, ready to freaking big, big competition. Yeah, whoever can snatch up the properties first, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's all a massive wow. competition. Hey, and if you know what they know, <laughs> I, I need you to let us know at sharehousepod at gmail Please, God, does this go deep? This is going to be continued in the next Joe and Mac fortnightly catch up. So. Stick around. Make sure to hey, subscribe. Good work. We've got more to go, of course. Good work. These episodes are bloody lengthy these days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how this goes. But make sure to subscribe on all platforms so you keep up to date because we do this so freaking regularly, man. This is a full production. Yeah, baby. this is a full-time job when we have full-time jobs. Damn straight. Episode recaps. Let's get into those. So, we'll keep them expedient for you. At this shared space struggle... With, with Jack, Jack Swan, Swan, Jinx. Which we, we filmed a while ago, admittedly, but it still rings so true. Like, when the episode came yeah. up, when you chucked it up on the internet, I was like, "That's that, it's just so nice listening to old mate Jack's voice. And nice very hearing, relevant things. Nice hearing the old takes as well. Yeah. As you may know, we've spoken about it before, we bank these episodes in the interview-styled ones. And it's nice to hear the things that were problematic for us in the past and how now we have already kind of found solutions yeah. to those issues. For example, with me, it was uh, Tara's dog. W- am I going to be responsible for it? And now, right now, the dog is in my home <laughs> as Tara goes to night shift. So, yeah, I am a bit responsible, but I'm also dealing well with it. For you, it was just being in this home that you weren't too fond of. And now, look at this. Yeah. Here we are. You got you to gotta work. If you want to brighten your horizons, you kind of have to get up and get to it, you know? And, and, and also give it some time. Yeah, well, that's the biggest thing we've learned is, especially with that shared space, shared space struggle. There's, you just give it time, and things generally will work themselves out. As my man Gary V says, you need to have patience, <laughs> and it's not like you sit around and wait doing nothing. It's like you got to put in the work, but then also have the patience for that work to pay off. Yeah. So the shared space, uh, I can't say it, but the episode with Jack. It's lovely as always. Shed space struggle. It's so hard with this block, dear. <laughs> Jack's a sweet boy, and it's always lovely having Jack on. And I think that episode has rung true with future episodes we've recorded that probably haven't come out yet. Yeah. It, it was nice to hear Jack's parting words. I think we've already reiterated in... If you have shared items in a shared house that aren't yours, you've got to show that item respect like you would the house. And that's something that has really stuck in my mind. Yeah. And it's made me, I think, a better housemate just by listening to that and repeating that in my mind. I think so too. And I saw some comments on the on the tubes that people are like, yeah, you have to treat that with respect. Otherwise, you shouldn't be using it. Yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And you, again, setting bad precedents of if you don't use it correctly, someone's going to take it away from you and treat you like a child because you're acting like one. Mm. That's just, it's just facts. And just this Monday, we had the seat down situation come out with our girlfriend Tara. My girlfriend Tara. Yeah, that was fun. That I was, was a lot nervous. Of fun. If just you know, breaking the fourth wall for you, <laughs> which is what this is all about, baby. I was nervous to have Tara on for a couple of reasons, but one. It's weird being in the public eye. And I've, before the podcast, I kind of took a long hiatus, as you know, because I was getting nervous about being, I'm not going to call it famous. I'm not going to pump my sales too much, but just having people know me online that I don't know. Yeah. And some of the stuff that they would say would be really weird. Just weird stuff that's creepy and uncomfortable. Sure, there's some lovely, lovely fans out there that are awesome people and would support me and come to my gigs. Great. Yeah. And write nice things about Joel now, you know, in this podcast. So, we've got a great community. But I get some weird things. And I was so scared to share that world with Tara because she might not be as equipped. Yeah. And it's one of those things where once you open up the floodgates, it's kind of hard to close them. And let's say this podcast goes to the moon. Share house to the moon. Hashtag share house to Hashtag the moon. Hashtag share house to the moon. Let's say it does that. Which, likelihood is it doesn't, but let's say it does, right? <laughs> You're so hopeful and optimistic about our future <laughs> in this business. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a saturated market, but we're killing it. Anyways, the, if it did, Tara would, would be 100% having those repercussions of that lifestyle that she might not want. Yeah. And sometimes if you take episodes down, it makes people only want them more. Yeah, and, and like it is crazy because the reality of it is we could put out a reel tonight yeah. and that reel have done 10 million views by the morning. Yes. Like that's just the like the volatility of the platforms that we post on. Yeah, you. I had that experience with the... I uploaded a, a musical <laughs> reel maybe a couple of years ago now. Yeah, wow, it's been a hot minute since Suck yeah. My Ass, huh? Yeah, it was called Suck My Ass and I uploaded it. And overnight, I went from 8,000 followers, which on TikTok isn't too much, like 8,000 is okay, it's manageable, to 33,000, to which it wasn't manageable. And at the time, I was doing live streams. So suddenly, my live stream audience went from 30 to 1,000 every night. Thousands would come through the door, not a concurrent thousands, but thousands would come through the door instead of the hundreds. Yeah. And it was overwhelming. Wow. And people were messaging me on Instagram en masse. And the, the old gays, which is like this famous TikTok account, which is a bunch of old gay men just make the sweetest content were messaging me in my dms and it was so bizarre how quickly the world opened up yeah and it was wow. overwhelming i didn't cope with it well and that could happen with the share house we just had a reel that did four hundred thousand views nuts but the reel had been out for two weeks and it did nothing and then suddenly it popped and overnight it could just change and it's weird it's a weird land it's I exciting it is exciting and i'm excited to keep doing it and keep keep seeing what happens but yeah, yeah. it's it's really kind of unpredictable and we have yeah. to be okay with that going forward i think well i think the thing with the share house as well is that and i know this sounds wanky sorry just to quickly cut myself off there oh go ahead it sounds wanky talking about fame that hasn't happened yet but i think it's one of those things where if you're in this market and you truly think you're going to succeed in it you kind of have to prep your brain for what the result of it will be. Otherwise, you will just be like me and get blindsided by it. I'm lucky now that I know, and you know just by being so close to me and being in the majority of the, my videos. Yeah. Which I now call our videos. But the the share house is something that I really enjoy doing and can see myself doing consistently. We are doing it consistently. Whereas the stuff I was doing before, I was like a beacon for positive messaging for a second. And I thought, mm. I, don't, I don't know how to continually put this stuff out. I'm not always positive. 
but people were looking to me as that. A lot of the stuff was such positive, happy, uplifting stuff. And I thought, oh my God, that's a part of me, sure. But it's not something that I want to only be known for. And at the same time, the news article from Channel 10 went viral of me yeah. just, just asking someone, what are they doing? And it went viral. And it was just too much. <laughs> at one- I got so uh, nervous. No, for sure. But And it is, it's... It's like this podcast. Like we're a podcast about sharehouse living, but we got to go on a rant about Disney. It's like yes, there yeah. are we, there is so everything is multidimensional. And if you're just looking to something for like one side, one face of it, you're going to be disappointed because life is has so much depth. Yeah. And if you're looking to Mikey just for the happy smiles, it's like Mikey don't always happy smile. As I don't always happy smile either. Yeah, and going crazy rants about films like it gets exhausting to put that character on sometimes when you want to do other things. And I think I'm. So glad that we have this. Like yeah. you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this feels a lot more real. I'd rather get notoriety for is notoriety the word? I'd rather get some sort of success from this than from something that is uh, a portion of myself. Even yeah, just having understanding of like that there is a human being behind every like show, just everything you consume, yeah. every person you see on the internet. There's a whole mm. human behind them, you know. It it, it Tom old podcast and radio and still great friend of mine shout out tom and mikey shout out tom and mikey um <laughs> tom would always say be careful what you wish for especially in terms of fame because you'll get famous for the wrong thing mm. and he got famous for being on goggle box yeah wow. and he's spoken very openly about how he'd never go back to that <laughs> and it's it's a fair it's a fair notion that it is a scary thing to be famous for something that maybe you can't sustain or isn't you anymore. For example, Tom and Mikey, the radio show. I don't know if I've spoken about this before on air, but Tom and Mikey, the radio show was in my formative years from, was it what, 19 or 20 till 21? Yeah. So it was a brief fleeting period, but I was also so young yeah. and young in the mind. And the character that I got known for was a gullible idiot that didn't know anything about the world. And I didn't. Of course, yeah, you're 18, 19 to 21. I don't think I could still do the show with that character anymore. I'm still an idiot, but not that young <laughs> idiot anymore. Yeah, and it's kind of, if you're being yeah. treated as that character all the time, when you you may not have grown in all places, but you've definitely grown in a lot. Yeah, but, but the audience only know you as that, that character. Exactly, so none of your possibly very valid opinions would be would be looked on as they are as good ones it'd be looked down yeah. on or it'd feel weird for an audience member to go why is he talking about real things when this kid's an idiot <laughs> and yeah. it would be a weird adjustment anyways the episode with Tara was really fun I really enjoyed it <laughs> yeah ganging it was up, fun <laughs> ganging up on you was fun with Tara yeah she uh, schooled me in what eight minutes with yeah. the toilet seat yeah 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 that, that gripe ended before it started <laughs> yeah had a comment from Radio Mike though and he said something to the tune of the system should be men go and put up the toilet seat to pee women go put it down men put it back up again everyone plays their part and it keeps having this cycle that continues and continues if one person breaks the cycle the cycle's ruined and hey, what if you're Joel Harris and you put the seat down for, and for everything see, so you- I think that's where Tara Tara's percentage rule comes into play whatever the percentage of seat down to seat up action is more of it goes in favor of that should be the seat 100 percent. which i think is seat down because yes. we have it down half the time and if they have it down all the time 75 percent, baby that's a checkmate baby that was a great episode it was really fun 
it was cute editing up reels with my girlfriend in them and she was so giddy just seeing them. <laughs> and she sat behind me as I edited the episode. That's cute. So it was, it was very really sweet. Cute. So that was nice. It was enjoyable. It's nice sharing this little world with Tara and having a partner that's keen on the creative side as well. Yeah, because so it's a whole whole thing. It is so much work to put on something like as as like content hungry as this. Yeah. And to try and uphold a bunch of different commitments like a girlfriend at the same time. It's wild, man. It is. It's bonkers. It is. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but I 100% agree with you. But I think that's been the Sharehouse podcast. Conversation for another time. Thank you so much for tuning in again. My golly. You're going to want to know what Cheryl knows. Hey, we've got lots <laughs> of exciting things coming up. Lots of things in the talks. You're going to want to tune into the Sharehouse going forward. Email us, share home gripes, mm. life gripes, just anything that you want mm. us to talk about and possibly solve or discuss and debate for you. Sharehousepod at gmail.com, at Sharehousepod on Instagram, TikTok, threads. Subscribe, God damn it. Be a part of the freaking army that's going to take us to the moon. We're going to the moon. And make sure to tell someone that you you love love them them today. Bye. Bye.